that's the sound my center as well as hundreds of others put out on their radio when there's a high priority call that's about to go out that's the sound that officer Irwin, as well as many other officers of the baltimore county police department in maryland heard when a call went out about what initially was just voiced as a weapons call what officer Irwin didn't know was that he was about to roll up on a scene that was just crazy and dangerous in just about every way imaginable Let's hear the initial moments of Officer Irwin arriving on the scene. Twenty-six house fully engulfed. Twenty-six shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Welcome back to another episode of Music City 911. I'm, of course, your host, Brandon Hall. And on this episode, if you could pull some subtle details from that body-worn camera audio, you can tell there's more than just weapons going on there. If you couldn't tell everything that was being said or that was happening... It's okay. All will be revealed later in the episode. But as I said earlier, the scene is Baltimore County, Maryland, near the unincorporated community of Woodlawn on May 8th, around 6.40 a.m. And it's going to be somewhere in the realm of the 7500 block of Maury Road. From the video, the weather there looked pretty nice. Looked to be a partly sunny day, crisp morning, the type of day that most would think would be a good time to go outside and start your day with a nice walk. The scene that we're about to enter, though, makes this about as far from the truth as possible. Let's start rolling with one of the 911 calls. County 911 was the address of the emergency. I have this nearby Kelly's Court in Campwell Road. Yes, and actually the Kelly's Court address is closer to where something is going on. It dragged me out of bed, somebody banging in somebody's front door, and then I just heard three gunshots. I see a man standing in the door posed with a weapon in his hand. And uh, I don't know what he did to get in there because it jarred me out of bed. And I'm about three or four doors down. Okay. And and just give me that location again to make sure I have it correctly. My address is... You can't miss it when you come up the street, though, because, uh, like I said, I don't know what he did to get in there. I was sound asleep, and it just jarred me out of my bed. Yes, ma'am. Can you give me a description of him? I couldn't see him from here. Couldn't see him. Once I saw him with the gun, and uh, I came back in the house and locked my door. Okay. Well, we do got a call and sister for that. We got help on the way there, okay? Okay. All right. I hear some. You there? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Because I hear somebody screaming now. Okay. And what's your, and your name, ma'am? 
All right, and Miss, what number you calling me from? Okay, do you see anything else, ma'am? I closed my door. Okay. I, was, I, I, I can't look out there. I don't, you know, I just... And how many shots did you hear, ma'am? I think three. And do Okay, yeah, because we got several calls in there for now. And I think it is a house. It, there's a house where the man has signs all over his house that the FBI is after me. And we've known for years that he has some mental health problems. And I think that is the house. There's okay. Signs all over his truck and on the front of his house. But he has always, he's never been troubled in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But I did just hear three gunshots and somebody okay. screaming. I don't know what he did to, to break that door down because it shook my whole house. And okay. All right. So we do got help on the way there, ma'am. Okay. Just keep your doors and windows locked, okay? Okay. Then All right. Four. Two more gunshots. Okay. Yeah. We got the fire department and help on the way, okay? Okay. All right. Yeah. More gunshots. Sounds like he's just shooting up the block. Yes, ma'am. They're on their way, okay? Okay. All right. That call, we've got a woman who's calling in. She got woke up, likely by some gunshots, possibly something else. Not really sure. But definitely she's hearing gunshots while this is all going on. Actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BADLANDSRanch.com slash MC911 today. Here's the next call. Baltimore County. What is the address of the emergency? Hello? Baltimore County, 911. What is the address of the emergency? We just had a house blow up. And the, and the house next to it is on fire. It's on a house. Wait, wait. A house exploded? Yes. Okay, what's the address? We don't know. Okay, what's the closest intersection? Um, um, Fairbrook and Johnny Cake Road. Is, what street is the house on? Murray. Murray Road. Murray Road? Murray Road, yes. All right, yes. take a deep breath for me, okay? Oh, my gosh. All we heard was pop, 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 and then the house blew up. Okay. Oh my and Murray Road, what's the closest intersection to where the house is located? Uh, Kelly's Lane. Kelly's Lane? House. 
Yes. Okay. Kelly's Court. Okay. I'm sorry. It's Kelly's Court. Kelly's Court. Kelly's Court and Murray Road. And the second house is on fire. I'm so sorry, but the house is burning really bad. Okay. Take like, a really, deep breath for me, okay? And there's one guy who lives in there. Oh, my God. We don't see him. We don't see him. All right. And just repeat oh, that intersection oh. back to make sure that I have it correct. We heard the gun. We, we heard gunfire. Okay. Oh. Okay. What's your name? My name is... I just so happen to be in the house. I just so happen to be... Okay. Uh, miss, uh, miss, I need you to listen to okay. me for one second. I know you're upset, but I need to get information from you. Okay. I want to make sure okay. I heard you. You said you heard gunfire and then a house exploded and it's on fire. Yes. Yes. And there's a victim on the ground. We've got a victim on the ground shot. Okay. We got a victim on the ground. Okay. A female. And she's got blood all in front of her. Okay. Is she breathing? I don't know. She's just lying on the ground. Okay. She doesn't look like she's moving. She's not moving. She's not moving. Okay. We got help. We got a lot of help coming to you, okay? What's the phone number that you're calling from? Uh, my daughter's phone number, uh... Okay. <laughs> the gas. Oh. And do you see anybody with the gun? I need you to get to safety right now. We're in the house. We're Miss, I need you to get in the house, close the door, and duck below the windows. He blew up his house. I understand that he blew up his house, but I need you to get to safety right now. Oh, my God. He shot the baby. He shot the baby? He shot a lady, and then he came back out shooting again, and he's still holding a gun. He's still holding a gun. He's still holding a gun. Okay, what race is the man that's holding the gun? The guy who lives in the house that blew up. Is he black, white, Hispanic, or Asian? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Is he black, white, Asian? He's a black male. Black male? In his late, yes, probably in his late 50s. Late 50s? Uh, and he's holding, yes, and he holds a gun in his hand. And he's wearing all black, and he's standing in front of his house while it's burning. Okay. Now, listen, do you have many victims do you see on the ground out there, Miss? Yes. There's a lady standing. There's a lady laying on the ground by a car, and she's not moving. Okay. The police is here. The police are there? Yes. Okay, go ahead and disconnect and talk to the officers, okay? I can't. He's shooting okay. the police. He's shooting. He shot the cop? He's shooting he the police. Okay. Oh, God. I can't stand by my window. He's shooting at the police. He's shooting. <laughs> the smoke got shot. <laughs> right. He shot at the police. Oh, God. Okay. 
shot him. They shot him. They shot the man? Yes. The okay. Okay. He did not. He act like he's down. He still shoots. I'm sorry. Uh, I got to get away from my window. The okay. It's burning up really bad. Okay. I, I need you to stay in safety, okay? Are you below the windows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I it's okay. I need you to take a deep breath, okay? Is anybody in your home injured? No, we're fine. Okay. We're fine. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Okay, how many victims help. do you see on the ground? Thank you for getting help here. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome, ma'am. Take a deep breath, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. As I've said before, these cell phones generally have terrible microphones. Not all of them, but most of them do. When you scream into them, they cut out. That's what was happening during the first part of this call, as well as random parts throughout the call. I know it's very hard to do, but if you have to call 911 for anything at all, try to remain calm. Take a deep breath calm yourself it helps everyone questions don't have to be repeated and every question that does have to be repeated can potentially slow down the response luckily in this case multiple calls have been placed officers were already on the way the only thing that was slowed really was relaying the some of the suspect and victim information to the officers which if you can imagine an officer wants as much pertinent information as he can especially about the suspect while he's on the way to the call now the first call that we listen to it's obviously not something that's normal that happens in your average neighborhood every day that being the shots fired we hear it multiple times at 911 centers it's a heightened but pretty normal occurrence for us the second call a house blowing up house next door to it also on fire suspect outside shooting then shoots a lady who now isn't moving then when the police get on the scene he starts shooting at police and after that at least according to the caller after he gets shot by the police continues shooting at him all that that's far and away not the norm in any dispatch center the dispatcher on this telling the caller not asking politely to get down and get to safety is the right thing to do in this call. Some people might have thought her raising her voice was rude. I didn't think so in the least. Is it better to be taught to sternly with your immediate safety in mind and live or be taught to all nicely and die? I think I'll take the first option. Shots are being fired actively then more so with officers firing too. We're not sure where this suspect is shooting at. Could be shooting at the caller's location. We don't know. So saying to get down, flat on the ground, out of the way of a window, is a great thing to tell this caller. Getting in a position like that, it puts less of your body as a potential exposed target and gets you in a place of, at minimum, concealment. Not all walls will stop a bullet, but some might, and at minimum, it'll slow them down, unlike a window that you're trying to stare out of. Well, from the sound of it, this call's over, right? Open and closed. Just some rando shooting 
and a house fire. Nope. Still a lot to dive into about it. Next, we move it into the police radio traffic. There's also a lot going on here. 
too, and I need a staging area for medics and a couple units at the staging area to uh, guide them in. All right, I need units at the staging area. Units on scene, are you still okay? Where's the shooter? We have one shooter down. Um, no confirmed uh, second shooter. I think it's just the uh, actual house that's blowing sparks. All right, so one shooter is down. We have three total subjects shot and down. We have medics en route, two houses on fire. Possibly no active shooter at this time. Flight five, just check any of our personnel hit. <laughs> any personnel hit, advice? Negative, no police. Just a shooter. All right, no police hit. Time is 6.48 hours. Two on nine, did we shoot? Four. We had about three or four of us. All right, three or four officers had shots fired. 28 ahead. All right, central. I'm logging all of you in here. All right, there was two units that tried to log on earlier. I was 10-6. What unit are you so I can get you logged on? 244, your ID. Right, I have 26 with me. We're going to be in my car. 10-4. 26, key up 10. 15-26. I think we've got it contained, but check with... Uh, 25. I'm not on scene. 25. Yeah, I'm just going up now. Just check with the units. Is that where they are at? I got fire personnel all out here. They were at Murray and Kelly is where the first shots went. Where are the victims at? 26. Are all victims at Murray and Kelly? We have two victims now in front of. So in front of two victims down. Where's the third? Got three civilian victims and the suspect all in the same location. Laurie and Kelly. All right, time for three civilians and one suspect. Time is 6.50. Now, this was all taken in pretty much real time. As you can hear, there's a lot going on for a dispatcher, all going on at once, pretty much. You have to remember that they're not just repeating what they're hearing, far from it. She's both reading the updates to the call, relaying those updates, typing in any information the officers are giving, as well as trying to start further resources, whether it's more officers, fire department, medics. And plus, past that, not to mention the dispatcher did say something about the suspect having having possible mental problems, something to do with uh, FBI, etc., ability to multitask is key in dispatching going back over what we heard i suppose in this area shots fire call may just be a weapons call that's what they may classify it as in nashville we have distinctions even though they're all emergency calls we have a person with a weapon this is kind of a broad stroke thing it can mean someone that is out with a gun a knife or a bat just some sort of weapon Past that, we have shots fired. That's someone who has a gun is actually firing it. Could be in the air, could be at someone or something, but he hasn't actually hit anything yet. The last in that realm is a shooting. This is when someone is actually shot. So in this case, as I said, it seems they have kind of a broad stroke for weapons and shots fired. It seems like they all kind of meld together. Officer gets on the scene, screams shots fired, and he means at him. 
Then he advises, shots fired and subject down, which I would have rather he had said suspect down. That's a big difference. Suspect is the one suspected of doing the crime. Subject can be anyone. So the suspect is down. Then after that, continues to fire. Report of a victim laying close by. Then later in the call, two victims, plus the shooter being down. Then close to the end of the call, they find yet another victim for a total shot, including the shooter, setting up staging areas. Officers trying to get logged in the computers to get the info for the call while being en route to it. Sergeants asking questions about the call and then declaring it an active shooter situation. The hits just keep on coming. No one said dispatching's easy. We're going to shift over now to the audio from the body-worn camera on a couple of the officers. You get different perspectives because these two officers arrived at slightly different times from each other and also at different locations relative to where the shooter's location was. Here's the first. Shots fired, shots fired, shots fired. Drop the gun, drop the gun, drop the gun. Go, 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 go. Move in, move in. DC. Twenty-six shots fired. Shots fired. Subject down. Ten more shots fired. Subject down. Maury and Kelly's. Maury and Kelly's. One subject down. You pass me, you pass me. Come on, give quick, 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 quick. Come on, back, back, back. He's still got the gun. He's still got the gun. He's still got the gun. Push forward, push forward. Show me hands, 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 hands. Hands, 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 hands. Pull him out. Grab his hand, pull him out. I'm coming, coming. Have medics that do something down. Uh, 
I won't get into a lot of what you were hearing just there just yet. But some of the extra smaller pops and things like that were electrical pops and surges that were going off inside the burning house. You'll be able to see that and much more in the video, which I will absolutely link in the show notes description, as well as on the Facebook and Twitter pages. Here's the next audio. 
Anybody get in? Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Go near this officer, whose name is Norton, was flat out moving to get there as fast as he could. He was just flying down the street. Most people, when they hear shots fired, they try to run away from it. He was running towards it. He got there quick. Got info from a neighbor a few houses down, which was about the person that was shooting, at which point he actually starts calling out red truck, red truck over and over again to try to help the other officers that were just arriving to know where the shooter was. We can hear this officer put several shots down range and after stating the gun that was out of the shooter's hands, he goes in with the rest of the officers to take him into custody. Then they move the suspect away from the burning house and multiple officers are on the scene now. They're entering aid to that suspect as well as finding victims at every turn. They're doing a lot. They're also, as you could hear, going to neighbors' doors trying to get them to leave. It's not safe right there. One officer looks to be ready to enter the house either the suspect lived in or directly next door to it. It's an adjoining neighbor's place, and this officer, whose audio you're hearing, yells over to him to not go inside. This is a good move for a number of reasons. The house is on fire smokes inside electricity is active and hot and as you could hear it was not controlled not to mention the whole thing could be booby trapped somehow and it's just simply not safe to enter at all police later found a fourth shooting victim that was not the suspect who was outside and that person fortunately lived two of the victims were found dead inside their home The suspect apparently broke in and shot them inside and then shot and stabbed another resident close by before finding someone out on the street and then shooting them. It seems by the officer showing up so quickly that they probably prevented him from searching out and finding other victims. The suspect in this, his name is Everton Brown, a 56-year-old male black. And I don't usually focus too much on race in the suspect in this, past what is said in the 911 calls. But in this case, it actually has some relevance. The man had put up large signs in various locations at his house and on vehicles at this location. Signs stated that the FBI was after him. And as you can see in one of the videos, a sign saying, Black people are the tool used to maintain racism. To tell you the truth, with the details of this call as well as the suspect's history, it's kind of hard to tell which angle he's trying to go with that statement. The history I mentioned with the suspect he had with the police, it was extensive. Records show that the same individual called 911 dispatchers 120 times, over 120 times, in the past 24 years. These calls vary, but it seems they were pretty obvious that some sort of mental illness was going on with this guy. He told dispatchers that the FBI was cutting his grass, then they would go inside his house. Another call, he reported he had a tooth wrapped in a tissue paper and that somebody had stolen it. Neighbors had called on him, too. Once in 2013, Brown was outside with a bullhorn threatening him. Neighbors had made various reports to both police and the Homeowners Association about this guy. There's just all kinds of stuff going on with him. 
the suspect was transported to a local hospital, but while he was en route there, he was pronounced dead. There will be a topic started in the discussion group about this because there's a bit more to this that I'll have to put links to. I'll give you a little preview of what that is in the discussion. The suspect had his own YouTube channel. It's still up. But that'll about do it for this week's episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. Sorry if my voice is a little off this episode. I kind of came down with some sort of funk. And my voice is still trying to get past all of it. But on that note, I'll go ahead and close it out. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon. Y'all have a good one.